Y'all, hey, hey, you are tuned in to 108.9 Power 108.9. I am Ebony Emma Pill here with Armand Kadima. Yes, yes, yes. And we are Conscious Intercourse. The place where we intertwine and share our experiences so we can accelerate our evolution. All that good stuff. Well, our spiritual evolution, right? That's right. We got to talk about how we transcend physical reality, you know, through conscious intercourse. That's right. Right. Elevated consciousness. Transfer of information. Energy. Energy. Right. All that good stuff, you know, for us to really learn, return to our true essence. That's right. As conscious, elevated beings. That's right. You know, some of the things that we don't talk about, right? A lot of things that we don't talk about. That we're unconscious about. Unconscious about, right? Right. So that's what it's all about. Those conversations that get swept under the rug because, you know, we don't do that. Most definitely. Most definitely. We've been raised. We don't talk about that. (laughs) We just just keep that in the house. Keep that behind closed doors. Indeed. Indeed. But we got to heal. That's how we heal. We got to be the village. We got to... Exactly. You know, we got to talk about these things. We got to be therapists to each other. Ooh. Even that word, therapist, therapy. Therapist to one another, huh? You know, we got to be that. I love that. I love you know, that. That's what we got to be. Most definitely. And today we have a special guest, brilliant entrepreneur, <laughs> creative. Yes, yes. Known as brother for many, many years. You know, <clears throat> learned a lot, taught me a lot, you know, throughout my, you know, experiences known with him. You know, Kamal Grant. Kamal, Mr. What's Sublime up? Donuts oh, joins oh. us today. What's, you know what up, what's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. Good to it. have you. Good to <laughs> have you it. joining our conscious intercourse. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, like you said, I've been knowing Armand for umpteen thousand years. It's been a minute, man. <laughs> been knowing you for a good minute too. So yeah, yeah this is great. I appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely, I love y'all and I love this setup. So, oh, thank you, thank you. We had to have you on. You know, talk about you. Mm-hmm. your journey you mm-hmm. know and and you you know being an entrepreneur and a successful mm-hmm. you know businessman okay okay yeah i can tell you some stuff yeah <laughs> you, know? you can tell us the journey right you know where, where do we want to start man <laughs> well, I wanted, well let's talk about sublime donuts I, for anybody who's ever you know had sublime donuts you know Ooh. you you you're very creative. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's an experience, definitely. <laughs> it's an experience. Very, very creative. So where do where do these inspirations come from? Uh, just everywhere. I mean, that's the thing about creative. I mean, I, yeah, I am creative. I think I'm creative, but I mean, I think it's everywhere. I mean, it's just really about combining ideas that you love and seeing how you can create them in your own voice. So if it's something, obviously, I make donuts at the donut shop. But if it's something I like, like let's say I go out and I go to the grocery store and I get a um, uh, orange dream sickle, and I'm like, how can I make this into donut form? <laughs> exactly. Then, I mean, I went to pastry school and I've been baking for uh, years, so I wow. know, so I can eat something and know the elements which I think make it work, mm. and then say, okay, how can I take those elements and I can make them work in a donut form, and they can still be unique and new in the donut. But then also, if you're eating, it, you can be like. 
this kind of reminds me of something. So when people come in to get what we call the orange dream star at the shop, because it reminds them of orange dream sickle, they say, what does it taste like? And I say, it tastes like summer memories of your childhood. So, <laughs> okay. Nostalgia, Very right? Very nostalgia while you see the words out my mouth. Yes, exactly. So I, it tastes like chasing the ice cream man down the block. So, oh wow! Yeah, that's and and that's a taste. That's yeah. a that's a taste. It brings that's you a back. smell. It that's a feeling. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. We got a s'mores donut. Tastes like you know memories of your friends talking <laughs> over an open fire. That's what it like. so, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's obviously what we're trying to do. Just trying to have fun with it. You know. So. Yeah. Doing stuff I mean, like you that. mentioned the sickle donut, the s'mores donut, but I've seen some. Okay. You got. <laughs> So, what's one of the craziest donuts you have? The craziest donut we have. We don't have anything like... too crazy right now, but you know, we had a whole series called Will It Donut. <laughs> <laughs> that whole series called Will It Donut. I think you told me about this. Did you stop following me after? That's the Will It Donut. <laughs> that's the one with the crab. That's See, the one with that's the, what the I'm crab yeah, 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 that so was. We would take Random that, that. thing. So I had this wheel <laughs> called Wheel O Donut or Will It Donut. So we would spin the wheel, whatever it would land on. I had random, you know, dishes on there, and I would try oh. to make a donut out of it. So I had a lobster. Yeah, the lobster so one, man. A lobster donut. Oh my God. And uh, we got a fresh lobster from the store. Yo. And I did a whole thing <laughs> where. Because obviously every episode, I want to make it fun and funny. So I'm like, how can I intro just instead of doing it? So I'm like, hey, let me play with the lobster. Oh I took goodness. the lobster to the park and I put it on a swing and I pushed the lobster. <laughs> oh, and I swung around with you the lobster. Are, you are. And there was some music playing and then right... <laughs> Well, music just stopped. You saw me crack the lobster and then put a knife into it. Yo, that and was my rough, good man. Of many years told me, yeah, stop following you after that. Said, oh my god, yo, that hurt my feelings, man. Because you what? were just hanging out with this dog, with this lobster all day in the he park. He really did that, and then literally just crushed him. Was dead. The lobster was dead when I was pushing it in the swing. <laughs> the lobster was never alive. Lobster big wow. a while ago. And actually, I did buy the lobster fresh. But this is the whole thing on lobster, in case y'all want to know. Wow. Uh, I did buy the lobster fresh from the store. But <laughs> when I bought it back, I was like, oh, I want to keep it alive for a before I, you know, take care of it and eat it. Um, so I poured wow. some water, got a whole thing of water, and put the lobster in right away. But the thing about taking a lobster straight, out of you know it's dry and put it in straight in water yeah lobster actually drowned you can't just throw it in water and just a regular really off the tap water like it needs really? to have its conditions right salt water and all this stuff so when mm. i put him in water thinking i was going to keep him alive he actually drowned the like, lobster drowned yeah so i had to go and i said what the hell happened to my lobster this is this like, is oh. terrible oh my <laughs> this is just, well, I mean, this I guess is just terrible better way to die than how they normally kill lobster they normally throw it in boiling water he at least got to. <laughs> I, I let, let he, wow. At least he died cool, right? He died cool. Like, he was, thought he was swimming again. Serious. You know what I'm saying? But, wow. So, yeah. So, those were some crazy donuts we did. We had a whole bunch of silly donuts. So, we put them on the menu for a week. Um, so, yeah. That one was a fun <laughs> one. The lobster donuts. Uh, the chicken and waffles one. That's the one we kind of do regular. I mean, it's not on the menu right now, but that's a fun one we can do where we yeah. take chicken. Shred the chicken, uh, you know, roast roast chicken, then shred it, then, you know, put like egg whites, salt, pepper, sugar, a little lemon zest in there, and then form it into a <laughs> ring so it looks like a perfect <laughs> ring, then we freeze it, and then we make a waffle batter, Oh my god! the chicken ring in the waffle batter, fry it, and then when it comes out, it looks like a perfect cake donut, 
but it's all chicken inside then put a maple icing on it so oh wow so, uh, chicken and waffles donut so that one is a one and that one people love that so. man that's then amazing then i see like a pork and bean one or something like that <laughs> oh wow Damn, oh, you pork- have like a pork and bean one no, i'm like that was just the April Fool's Donut. Ooh. Was it? <laughs> it's coming it up, right? A couple weeks. Well, so that one was wow. just for April Fool's. So we never actually put that on the menu. It was just, okay. let me put a picture up on the ground. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. I was like. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. That, that looked disgusting, actually. That yes. Disgusting. I was like, is he serious? <laughs> is yeah. he serious? Yeah, no, that was just for, uh, that's just for the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> just, just for the gram, right? Just for the gram. Right? For the gram. Got to do it for wow. the gram. Wow. No. So, yeah, no, we didn't know that. Because uh, if I would do a pork and bean donut, I wouldn't just throw pork and beans on top of a donut. I would actually think about how can I take the essence of pork and beans and make it into a donut. So oh, it would be way more technical and it would be delicious. So and you're thinking me. about it. Yeah. Yeah, he put a lot of thought into that. He said, oh. he said, put the essence of the pork and beans into oh, the donut. Yeah. Right? Hey, that's something for everybody, right? Yeah, like it's the thing. Yeah. Like, even when we did. Because what was one funny donut? I didn't think I could come up with a donut. So we did a salad donut. So instead of making a okay. like, donut into salad. So we made a salad and took the donuts, the regular donuts, and chopped them up and made croutons with it. Oh, wow. And then made a white chocolate um, white chocolate vinaigrette and then poured it over. So you still got the chocolatey of the, you know, but it's still a dressing. But Interesting. Salad dressing with a little white chocolate and then donut that, croutons. So that is very creative. The donut, but you can still be like, this is a salad. But you can still be like, Tastes sort of like a donut, so it worked and it was delicious. So that's what I would do. If I would do a pork and bean, I wouldn't want to just top it on top and make it be disgusting. Professional here, okay? Right. (laughs) You lost me with the donut chopped up in the salad. Right. Donut croutons, right? Croutons. That's the thing. It's just croutons. So we well, we take the crouton, we take the donut, and we chop it up, and then. Um, toasted in like a little sugar, then we toast it so it's all toasted. Oh, so they're toasted donuts. Oh, croutons, but more delicious croutons and more donut tasted croutons. So it's like, so it's all dried out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's 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 creativity. I mean, trust me, if you get it, I give it to you. You would eat it like, this is great. (laughs) You know, those are donut croutons. Yeah, white chocolate vinaigrette. You'd be like, Wow, right. that is that's creativity at its finest, man. man. That is that is super dope, man. <laughs> man. How many locations do you have right now? Uh, we got two locations: one on 10th Street in Atlanta. I don't know okay. where all the listeners are at. But okay, we're here in Atlanta. We got ATL. On 10th Street. Okay. And then we got another one on North Druid Hills in Briarcliff. Okay, and then we got two in Mercedes Benz Stadium. So if you go watch okay. the Falcons play or the Atlanta United, you can go. Nice, y'all hear that? Check them out. Check them out. Wow, so this like you. This is this is the child. You know, you bringing out some of your childhood your inner and your, child, your right? inner ch- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I mean, I wanted to be a, a pastry chef since I was in high school, and me and Armand first oh, really? linked up. So, yeah, I mean, I and home ec, you got inspired in home ec. We took that home ec <laughs> together. Remember. <laughs> Right. That's what inspiration came from. <laughs> I remember well, I think it before then. Was it grandma? Was yeah. you? Yeah. Were you in the kitchen with grandma? Well, yeah, just then. I mean, I just really Mama. like to eat sweets and bake goods. So okay. I was in like the food service class in Merida High School, and okay. I think a chef came by, and I was like, you know what? Nice. You know, for some reason, I decided then that I needed to decide what I need to do with the rest of my life today. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta decide. I'm gonna be a pastry chef, <laughs> and. Well, tell me, but I think we had this conversation before. Yeah. We talk about passion and doing your passion. You say, oh, people say, oh, you're lucky to find your passion, Kamal. And I'm like, I don't necessarily think. I mean, I, I am passionate about pastries. Obviously, I just talked about it. <laughs> yes, very elaborately. <laughs> I'm just a yeah. crazy enough person where whatever I would have chosen at that point, I probably would have been passionate. If I would have been like, I want to be a DJ, like I'd be 
like that. Uh, he's the best DJ. Dry. Okay. Spinning tunes. So mm. that's when I decided at that young age, and you know, I after the after high school, I went to the Navy, and I was a baker in the Navy. Oh wow! And even though nobody else. Like all the rest of the cooks in there hated being there. I was the only one like, no, nah, I want to do this for a living. They're like, Nigga, you crazy. really? <laughs> so what? I had to leave the navy because I'm like, you niggas, you're not, you're not passionate like me. So I went to the navy, and then I was, I went to culinary school. So I went wow. to culinary school in New York, uh, you know, okay. World's Premier Culinary College, um, mm-hmm. Seattle, the Culinary Institute of America, okay. and um, you know, learned the culinary arts there, baking and pastry arts, and then after that went to baking science school what? in Kansas and uh yeah, learned the science baking of- science no, this is, this is a, school. We got a PhD baker in here, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, straight up, <laughs> man. A scientist, a well, baking Kansas, scientist Kansas in here. This is the grain box of you know, the the bread box of America. Really? Where all the grain is made, so mm. you know through Kansas got all the wheat fields, so mm. all the farmers. There's something new every so, day. You know, there's obviously college like University of Georgia, a lot of agriculture. Mm-hmm. University of uh, Kansas State, they do okay. big grain science. Wow. So they got a grain science program where they teach about these farmers how to farm their grains, but also a part of that because if you have grains, you got to know what to do with it. So exactly. Got a baking science school, which has a lot of people that work for you know these big corporations like Nabisco or Sara mm-hmm. Lee or flowers they send all their employees so when the big tanker trucks of flour come in they actually know what to do with it so i went to that school so i could learn wow. and out of wow. how to bake the science of baking so wow all the, all the things of baking man <laughs> you're a consummate professional <laughs> baker right? I'm a like, crazy person that's what i told you i jumped into it and i was like yeah this is cool you, 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 you went like all it. in i like it you went like all it. in to the limit like did it. you wow. did you come against some people who try to discourage you you know, like, come on, what are you doing? This ain't going to be nothing. Like, you you tripping. Uh, I mean, interesting. How have people, uh, maybe not in baking, but like, let's say when I first started the donut shop. Yes, yeah. yeah. When I first started the donut shop, because I started the donut shop in 2008. And yeah. you got to remember this time, 2008. Um, I don't know how big foodies y'all are, but the food scene like people really started becoming foodies around that uh-huh. time because that yes. was the time really social media was started blowing up uh-huh. I, was, I was a foodie before them because i went to chef school so yeah. <laughs> right high, uh, high quality food so but a lot of people were you know starting to be foodies yeah so, taking a picture but, of everything they eat you know yeah, and just really looking for the best of product because before then you know the, like people now allow it's commonplace but mm-hmm. before then you would just go to whatever your local places on the corner. Exactly. So when I told people I want to open up a donut shop, you know, first thing people said were like, we already have a donut shop. We already got Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. Why? Like, yeah. why do you need to do this? Like, there already is one that exists. Right. And I was like, I want to open up a better one. And yes. a lot of people didn't even understand that, like, there can be something better. Conceptually, like, So exactly. I even had to break it down, like, you understand how there's Fords and there's Lamborghinis? Mm-hmm. Lamborghini there you go. Donut. Don't, right. people, still, they were like, <laughs> the I, Lamborghini I don't understand. donut. I don't understand what and this was before the boutique donut shop world existed. So when I opened it up, you know, obviously a lot of the foodies started coming by. And even in those days, there was a fight um, with the customers because people would come in the shop. And obviously, these are high-end quality donuts. So we mm. had to charge more than Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Probably three times the price. Exactly. Mm. And people would come in and be like, um, we get a donut. Oh, what? How much? Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, and it was locked out <laughs> straight up, right? Right. I'm good. Like I'm not gonna fight you over. Yeah. This. <laughs> right. If you, if you don't understand what we're doing here, high quality, mm. it's like I'd rather fail doing mm. what I want to do than try to, to lower conform, and right? There you go. To try to wow. So even those early days 
we didn't do a glazed or a chocolate donut. Like, because that was people's default. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone goes to new places. And when you go to a new place, you don't, you know, when you go Try to a new, new restaurant, you know, there's two sorts of customers, I think. There's customers that, well, just everybody, two sorts of people. When you go to new things, some people are like, oh, I want to try the most unique thing. I want to try something new. And there's other people that be like, I don't trust new stuff. Let me try <laughs> their standard. Let me mm-hmm. see what their normal thing So, mm-hmm. yeah, Obviously, I don't know. Y'all are probably other friends that go to pizza place and be like, I'll just get their cheese pizza. And if they do this right, then I'll yeah, see. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that a yeah. ton of times. Yeah. So yeah. I, I said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to take away everybody's default. They're not going to come in here and be like, I'm going to try your glaze. Yeah. Right. Compare it about, no. Yeah. If you come in here, you're going to try one of these crazy donuts, the strawberries <laughs> and cream Reese's peanut butter cup Oreo donut. Yeah. Something that, because at the time, even those donuts are kind of blase now, but at the time when we were doing those in 2008, nobody was doing donuts like yeah. that. So no one was even thinking to put Oreos on a donut, which is so easy to do Straight now. Straight up, yeah. But even though people are like, this is crazy. Oreos <laughs> <laughs> on like, a stuff like that is there anybody else doing stuff like that i mean there's well, people that are doing it now well, more yeah, but yeah. Like boutique donut shops okay. opening up around yeah. the country i mean and even dunkin donuts and krispy kreme they're getting into yeah. you know adding in fun mm-hmm. flavors like you know like obviously like the star donut talk about the orange dream starts the star shaped donut and we have oh. our raspberry filled donuts are heart shaped so okay. we've been doing that since the beginning and you know people would start telling me because i mean now krispy kreme and dunkin donuts like during valentine's day they'll do heart shaped donuts exactly like, they didn't do it before you yeah know what right. you're a trendsetter you know, man look at me and say oh we're gonna copy this or you know I maybe don't know, maybe not I ain't see it before then. Yeah. I but you you ended up getting a lot of buzz in the beginning because I remember oh, yeah, yeah you know no that I remember, was that was yeah. it because it was different like no one was doing what I was doing mm-hmm. and that's another thing that's kind of unique right now not to say I'm the Godfather but to one of the few people there <laughs> the was OG. not even a real black food scene like mm. the black Straight restaurants um, that were black owned that you know there was a black owner back there or a black chef doing it and the black owner and you know made high quality food I mean obviously there was black food establishments but you know it was like like chicken spots or something yeah. like the hood, you know oh or the Jamaican spot down Correct, in the yeah. corner that's still bootleg yes, right. Right. Spon, Spon Divitz Divitz black I don't even know I know the beautiful in the west end I remember yeah that was the one the one spot that I could think of was like the Beautiful, the, right? It was the beautiful. It yeah. was a place called Rare yes. in uh, Midtown, <laughs> um, and those were the only sort of black places. So, we were, so just having a black business and then not doing. Like, obviously, if you come in the shop, you can hear, you know, black music playing. Like, you know, I'm black, so I can't yeah. stop being black. But you, you're the first not- person that put me on to Drake, too, by the way. First, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, this new kid is blowing up. It's crazy. I was going to associate that day. I was like, what you talking about? So listen, listen, listen. He's going to be the he's gonna be the thing. He's going to be the man. Wow. And I was like, My boys put me on this. She just came from New York, and a California girl. Yeah. Oh, oh, Angela. Angela Flanoy. She's doing great. Angela Flanoy, shout out. That's what's up. She's a big time author. She won a whole big prize. She's, she's oh, wow. Okay. Wow. She was doing great. Her book was like on a, what's the show? Um, what's the show? Issa Rae? What was Issa Rae show? Insecure. Oh, Insecure. Insecure. Okay. Wow. Issa Rae was reading her book on one of the shows. I'm like, look at Angela. She made it. So, That's what's nice. up. Yeah, so she was working for me for a little bit. Well, working with me, as I like to say. Working mm-hmm. with me. Nobody works for me. They work there with you me. go. So she yeah. was working with me, and, um, and she was like, oh, this 
Luke and Drake. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, he's singing these old sad rap songs. So yeah. I was like, oh, I fucks with this. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> sad rap tunes. <laughs> Country rap tunes. So you talk about it not being a lot of uh, black owned restaurants at, and, at that time. Yeah, so there weren't a lot. So a lot of, obviously, people supported. And, you know, I got uh-huh. a lot of press for being like the one black guy who was a black chef. And obviously, yeah. my resume speaks it wasn't. And it was like high quality, like not right. trying to dumb down. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make a chicken wing spot or just, or, mm-hmm. or a cheap restaurant. Because, you know, right. people like to associate, you know, there's an implicit bias and a, you know, to my unconscious thing. I heard you talking about that. <laughs> there's an unconsciousness where blackness is always associated with badness. Mm. You know? Correct, yes. With, with low quality, bad. Very black. true. It's like, and that's in like, there's an implicit bias in all of us. And I mean, it comes from slavery. It's a whole deeper thing. We can yeah. always get into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it's that. It's definitely deeper. Right? But it's definitely yeah, so deeper. obviously doing the donuts I were doing it was high level donuts and mm-hmm. like you didn't you, you didn't see black people doing this so correct yeah it's crazy like and that was you know I was killing it had lines out the door and I was that was about the days I used to be on the front helping customers and you know I would be helping ringing people up and it's funny there'd be a white boy right next to me <laughs> he works for me and I'll be helping the customer I'm ringing them up doing everything uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. I even got them my little fancy chef jacket and they'll go to him and be like you're the owner and he's like no, no, no right right this is not right here wow like, oh. so <laughs> yeah so, like right <laughs> so yeah so people don't really expect a, you know that from black people so you know yeah. just doing and you know donuts were the best you know so, so are the majority of your customer base black? No, no, no. We do uh, all of Atlanta. All of Atlanta. Yeah. Young, old, black, uh-huh. white. I mean, our customer base is donut based. If you like, love donuts, you come to the best yeah. donut shop. That's so what's up. You can yeah. come in the donut shop and, uh, you know, see business people taking them to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take them to school. Then you come later in the afternoon, see people taking them to their family. Then you come later, you see students from Georgia Tech coming after, you know. Nice. Before they go home and study, then you come in the middle of the night, you'll see people leaving the club before they go home, grab yeah. donuts. So mm. it's all sorts of people, you know, young, old. Um, yeah. Wow. So I know on the show, we talk a lot about <clears throat> on this, you know, program, Conscious Intercourse. We talk often about how being conscious, right? Making conscious decisions on who you are, how you're going to live your life mm-hmm. ultimately creates an attraction and it. The, the universe conspires in your favor mm-hmm. to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish, right? So looking at you, your story, uh, kind of watching it from the beginning, <clears throat> knowing that you made this decision at a young age, mm-hmm. right, in your teenage years, to be a pastry chef. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> went to the Navy, did that, went to school. And I remember when you first, you know, talked about the shop, mm-hmm. right, and how you just stumbled upon this place mm-hmm. that was ready to go. Like, can you talk a little bit about that and and expound further on did, did, did the universe truly conspire in your favor <laughs> to to because it, 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 look at it because I remember yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Oh, it all no, kind of fell into place yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, I remember yeah. watching it it was mind blowing because yeah mm-hmm. can you share a little it bit was about very that fortunate. I mean I was probably I mean I, I was thinking donuts were ready to be gourmet gourmet gourmetized gourmet <laughs> gourmetized I was thinking of that um, probably a couple of years before I had the shop even wrote a whole business plan a year before and obviously looking around seeing how could I do this how would I be able to make uh, build out a shop and make money and obviously I didn't have any money yeah, and this is where I, I don't necessarily be li- believe in the universe conspiring. I mean, Uh-oh. things happen. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Life is random. I think life is random, mm. but I think this is the thing. Like I said, I was a foodie before food yeah. was a thing. So, um, 
it was more of like it was very fortunate and lucky like i yes i wrote a business plan a year before and i was looking around thinking how can i open up a donut shop so there was a donut shop the current 10th street location it was a donut shop open a year before me so yes. there was a donut shop the owner for which is now some chicken place it used to be called city cafe it was a cafe on the corner he took over that place and built out a donut shop he had a baker there that they were going to make donuts the baker quit on him yes um so it closed down so yeah so i went to the donut shop because i saw there was a donut shop and i like to try unique things so i was like yes. hey, let me just see this donut shop make different donuts than uh dunkin donuts i went there donuts were fucking terrible <laughs> i was like oh that sucks for them damn it sucks you know so um Went back a couple months because I still like to support small business. Yeah. Went back, even though they were terrible. I said, let me go back. You know, I'm around town. And uh, they were already closed. And I was like, oh. So let me, let me, <laughs> Not uh, surprised. I was like, I'm talking all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a big four lease sign. Let me call this guy up and see if I can make it happen. And he was like, you know, first question he asked me, are you a baker? And I was like, yeah. He was like, all right. He told me the story. I was baker quit on him. So nobody else. And that's the thing about like this particular field and even every employee that's ever worked with me. Like like cooking or something, you can pull someone off line cook job. Nobody really knows how to bake and nobody knows how to make donuts. So it's a real particular field. Mm, even yeah. Hiring people like there, there's no other. No one can bring. No one has ever brought other skill sets. I think I got one guy. I got probably two guys. Jay and they came, but even then I had to teach them the donuts you made at the last place were shitty. Okay. <laughs> right. So we're gonna, we're gonna like l- level you. up, right? We're, we're gonna yeah. retrain you and, and we're gonna do things the right way. So, but um. Yeah, so I started off, and uh, so it's very fortunate because I would not have been able to build out that place on my own. Would I even be here, or what would I be doing with my life if that donut shop would have been there? And, yeah. you, and you think it was just random, huh? Life is fucking random, man. Life hmm. is random. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the conscious decision where we're talking about consciousness is when you have your mind set on something like because i am a baker and i like the field it was it was something that i thought about consistently so it was Correct. something that i was so i was actively looking so exactly if you know if i wasn't thinking about it you know obviously i would have passed by it and be like i don't really care like but mm-hmm. i think it's it's so i think that's where i think the things get and obviously you know everybody's got their own opinion but, i mean it's perspectives yeah, right it's yeah. definitely Cause perspective because when you think about <clears throat> yeah if you're successful because something happened you say oh yeah the universe conspired and i was thinking about this before but you were thinking about it all the time and 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 you saw the opportunity when it popped up where Correct. someone else who wouldn't think about it they were just you know you know, there's a million things passing by every day. Correct, uh-huh. yeah. You know, you can't pick out which ones to stop and take a look at. So you happen to be thinking about this and you'd be like, oh, let me stop and take a look. Yes. I think that's what it is. But now, nah, man, I th- yeah, I don't know. I think life is too random because cause that's the thing. It's easy and it's easy for me to sit up here with a success story and be like, yeah. The universe conspired for me. Yeah. I deserve it. You manifested <laughs> it, right? There's a lot of people that probably sat and dreamed of donut shops also. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they're not here with the same success story, mm, but they probably put in more work than me and they could not come here because they never saw that opportunity or never fell in their lap. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think it's just random, man. Luck and life happens. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Interesting you say that because like I said, I remember watching it from the beginning, right? It just so happened you found this place that was just yeah. recently closed had all the equipment was ready to go it was almost out, like out of the box right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it just so happened you had this friend that was an accountant 
They just had a relationship with this micro lending company, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was like, hey, come on, by the way, you know, you need some little extra cash, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you was <laughs> you know? that link today? I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, did this great accountant named Armand Kadima, you know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, by the way, but, I mean, this right? Is, I mean, that's a good story, but it's funny how. Right? <laughs> It that is a a a a, a definitive moment, but it's yeah. crazy how looking about that now because that's wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. It was a five but grand, right? It was five grand. Yeah, but, but it wasn't what, much. But what what it came through because well, you know, the whole story. Shit, I only had I had fifteen. I think I had fifteen grand ish. You know, so around there, fifteen yes. grand ish in my bank account to um, you know, do whatever I want. But that was like four hundred one k stuff. Yeah, or whatever. So. Yes, I got, you know, the shop and, you know, took over the lease and obviously did the things to take out all the money on my 401k. And um, uh, it, was, it was taking months to get there. It was t- like, it took some time or whatever, the paperwork. So that's when I was like, I ain't got this goddamn rent. Exactly, right? It's taking my rent coming yeah. up. I ain't got this rent. So, you know, went to the micro lenders and they gave me money and, uh, you know, that was great. So they yeah. come through and they're able to pay the rent. So, yeah, yeah. But, it's, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of things like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? It's, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's that's what I'm saying. Because I, I think... I don't know. I just think because when you start talking about like the universe conspiring or manifesting or manifesting, then you start blaming people for not being successful. And that's where I think it's a slippery slope in saying that, oh, I deserve this and I got this because the universe wanted me to have it because I thought positively about it. Oh, why aren't you successful? Because maybe you, you, the universe doesn't want you. (laughs) It's a slippery slope. Like you're blaming people. And I think, no, like obviously like, The reason my success is because of, you know, the very lucky, fortunate to see the donut shop and, and then obviously you to come through with that so I could get five grand so I could pay that rent and then and then also so I could um uh, you know, and then the the bloggers and stuff coming by. Yeah. Because then even then, you know, the HAC and all these people, like, we're still, like, a couple months in, not making no money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're still struggling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And slowly but surely, the bloggers came in, and, like, yeah. the... I remember the last month before we really kicked it off and, uh, and and went to the stratosphere. Like I had to run, take the money out the register and put it in there before that rent check. Uh, you know that check would have bounced on the rent. So yeah, you know it still ran through all that fifteen grand so quickly, <laughs> right? It happens. It so, happens. But I think that's what I'm saying. You start blaming people, be like, oh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's just a slippery slope. Like because a lot of people are putting in the same amount of work. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a lot of people that work very hard. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. We start blaming, especially poor people, and be like, like you know, you get these fucking Elon Musk types. And start <laughs> yeah. blaming fucking poor people. And be like, you don't work hard enough. Yeah. And it's like, poor people literally work the hardest. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. This is so like, true, yeah. Poor people work the slaves, The hardest. slaves work the hardest, slaves right? Slaves work the hardest. You know what I'm saying? So true. Slaves work the hardest. But even poor people right now, like low-income people work two, three, they, four yeah. jobs. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Just to provide. And, you know, it's really about they they're because of the system has put them in certain positions and then they don't know how to get out like like i was fortunate like even before then like my dad wasn't and i think even just me even having the foresight because i mean i never really i never really wanted to open up a donation like i'm an entrepreneur now and got a whole nother business i'm working on yeah and i love this shit but i like I was quite content if I would have got a job at Dunkin' Donuts in the research development factory, I'd be doing that. Be like, wow. I'm like I didn't do this. Like I just wanted to create products. So I was yes. working at the big bakery, and I was like, I want to create stuff, and I'm, I don't have the opportunity here. And I yes. applied for research development jobs, and no one ever gave me a job. So, 
if, if Burger King would have gave me a job working in Burger King Research <laughs> Development Place, I'd be like, oh, this is cool. I make new burgers every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is great. But um, uh, so, yeah. But and then before that, like my like, you know, my dad, he's an accountant. Got yes. his own accountant thing. I mean, he just uh, well, he's getting money right now. But you know, shit, you know me. I didn't grow up with money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember I them up, days, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Franklin Road days, yeah, man. Yeah, like my whole childhood, like yeah. poor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, obviously there's levels of poor, so I wasn't yeah. super poor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you were on Franklin but, Road, man. Yeah, I was on Franklin back Road. What was, was real Franklin Road? <laughs> Marietta, <laughs> shout out to Franklin Road. And speaking of that, we're gonna take a break real quick. Speaking Uh-oh. about paying the bills, we gonna come right back. We gonna take a break and get right back into that. Conscious in the chorus. <laughs> AAA and we are back Conscious in a course Into course Here with Kamal Grant The yeah. donut man We are intertwining <laughs> You know and uh, sharing yes. our experiences You know elevating Yes yes Talking about manifestation And you know what's coincidence yeah. or, or the and randomness of you things know, Or the randomness of things Very right? random Wow so, yeah, a little, yeah. Bit, a little bit what I was saying with my dad. Like, yeah. He had an accounting business. So I think just seeing that he had his own business, mm-hmm. yeah. like it wasn't a foreign thing to me. So he okay. wasn't successful, but it wasn't foreign where I think a lot of people who like. So that's why every time people ask, like, Mary, I don't want me to go speak again to them or high school. Just to speak to the kids and say there's someone that yes. can open their own business. Like you got to mm-hmm. see that people have been open because even when I was first starting the business I remember people like congratulations I'm like nigga I ain't done nothing yet <laughs> nothing. I can so be I'm back bro- at this job this next <laughs> week like, I'm broke right now right? I got no money so right. it was so it is that thought of like like a lot of people don't really see that yeah, especially exactly. the people like cause, you know being at the old baker I was at like that's type of people I was you know hanging around at the time you know mm-hmm. and, I mean, I still the type of people I hang around I don't know rich folks like that you know what I'm saying so it's just regular average black folks and mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of black folks yeah. with their own business because it's even crazy and that's why I think yeah I probably was one of the first yeah definitely was because this was yeah. this when I first opened it up 
This blew yeah. my mind. Yeah. Uh, the guy that came and checked, you know, did the, uh, you know, the, the inspection, uh, the mm-hmm. health guy or whatever. Like, he came through and he was inspecting. He was like, oh, you're the owner? I was like, yeah, yeah. 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 He was like, that's what's up. He's like, you don't see a lot of them. And he inspects wow. all the places in Atlanta. Right. Wow. And he was like, we be thinking we own the places, but we don't be owning mm. them. Wow. I was like, I wow. did not know. So, yeah, so 2008. So, I mean, now, like, there's mm. plenty of restaurants, and yeah. a lot yeah. of restaurants are killing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd have got out there, because I had some uh, things. I knew yeah. brunch was going to be popping. I was like, I need to open up a brunch spot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Now, brunch is everywhere. I'm over everywhere. it, so I got that. But, <laughs> right. but, yeah, all these people are killing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're all making great money, and yeah. black yeah. people are supporting them, because, I mean, I don't, people didn't really realized that there was this I mean we always knew Atlanta had a black strong middle class mm. yes. but really wanted to s- support our own things and you know we always would go to other restaurants there's always things you know black Houston's or something yeah we support but Papa Do's Papa Do's I mean, like you steak and shrimp like you said right? Spun Divots like Spun Divots <laughs> was the spot Jesus right. shouted them out that right. was the exactly spot. right yeah. Yeah. right so yeah now now yeah. It's, so now there is like so yeah lots of black owned restaurants yeah now. so yeah. it was a different time so yeah, yeah just seeing that so that's yeah. the thing I was fortunate enough to see that my dad had his own accounting thing even though he wasn't making money or rich, I could be like, oh, this, like, you can yeah. have your own business. Like, exactly. It's not a right. thing, like, just do some paperwork. It's Correct. not, like, a magic. And I think not understanding that or having that, you know, someone that you can see do that. So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people are in that situation. So it, it, it is random. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a slippery slope to be it like, is. I mean, you ain't, yeah. you're, you're poor because you ain't manifested enough. You haven't <laughs> thought highly enough about yourself. It's like, I don't know, man. A lot of people think yeah. highly about themselves. You know well, what I mean, do they though, right? Because uh, we, we have to think about that as well. Because if you're going to talk about, you know, earlier we were talking about how deep the effect of slavery have had on us as a people, mm-hmm. right? So do does do people that were slaves or descendants of slaves think highly of themselves, right? Well, that's that's one of the questions that I, I'm, I ponder upon. It's like, can you really well, think highly of yourself when yeah. you've been oppressed generationally? Your DNA's been oppressed, Well, right? it's even deeper than that. Yeah. I just listened to a, um, another podcast Another power, not as good as oh, this one. But this is course the best. not. Right? Of course <laughs> not. So another one. They were talking about implicit bias and how, yeah. you know, I don't know if you know what that term, but implicit bias, how we all have an implicit bias. Like mm-hmm. when you see things like, you know, black or white, you know, fat, skinny, like people automatically before, you yeah. know, judge, you know, Correct. And, it, mm-hmm. and there's a way like Harvard got this thing and everybody can go track it down and you can go test out your implicit bias. Maybe y'all should do that before a show and judge what y'all were biased about yeah no that'd be great check it out there's a man woman thing you can do but and so now that since so many people have went on and took this test of implicit bias to see if and there is implicit bias but they even went deeper now that they got so much of a a research on it Mm -hmm. because it was with the lady just said who was doing the study she said you know back when abraham lincoln was going to war with the south and whatnot he looked at you know, county by county, which county had the most slaves. Mm. So he can know, okay, which one are going to fight the most? Let me figure out which county by county. So there's a whole historical data where you can go back and look at which county had the most slaves that Lincoln uh, commissioned. And she took that data with the implicit bias data, see which places do white people think, you know, less than black, think black people are less than, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And it matches up. It correlates. And the crazy part of what she was breaking down about it is 
it's not the same people living here or not even the same ancestors like exactly. people move you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. people right. move out but because it was there like it just gets taught and exactly. just it just keeps regenerating so when mm. you're saying like are slaves like that you know what i'm saying um uh, it, because you're a slave it's not because you're a slave it's like you could, i mean you're you're, you're african yeah you, you can bring an african from here and because he's growing up in this right, right. now yeah. he's gonna grow up with the same implicit bias that Indeed. the slave owners and feel and grow up in this 100%. shit <laughs> this no, fucking it's shit like, that we have yeah, just, yeah. so I mean and it's the same thing I mean I, I mean, my, my little history my you know my parents are from Panama and uh, I mean my parents are Panama but you know I got to pray niggas down the slaves came all over so it was, yeah. so still slavery but Panama doesn't have as much of oh it's black or white you know exactly. obviously white even when Panamanians tell me this I'm like you don't think it because that's what poor people think but exactly. white people mm-hmm. but if you notice who's the rich class they're all fair skinned you know what I'm saying right. they're not yeah. even dark Panamanians no. like, right. they're not even the Hispanics who we think of the Hispanics you know they're yeah. all the Selma right. Hayek's you know what I'm saying right. they're all the Indeed. Harvey Bondems, you know what I'm saying exactly. yeah. they're all white so when <laughs> so, you say when you mention explicit, implicit biasness it's really based on your experience where you come no, from well like, it's based on everything it's based on life like yeah. we all grow up with that and it's and we have so knowing that even us like we i mean i haven't taken the test and i'd hate to take it and see because i mean i think they have shown that a lot of black people see black things as positive and i think i would because i love niggas niggas is great okay <laughs> right but uh, yeah you you start seeing like you we all have a bias of what we think is bad and what we think is good you mm-hmm. know yeah. what name we think is bad what we think is good you know you yeah. get people to start like what do you think dating an average black woman is like and all these fucking negative fucking connotations mm. come exactly. up and I'm like all the black women I've dated in my life they're, none of them like they're mm. all the opposite of that they're exactly. all caring yeah. loving right. people you know yeah. what I'm saying wow. why do we got all this aggressive won't yeah. listen to men like they all do all they listen right. they, like it, so it's all this it's all it's so fucking ingrained to us and it's not yeah. just ingrained in like white people it's ingrained to our pop culture like mm-hmm. yeah. exactly like, our pop culture every comedian does a joke on it like uh I just started uh, uh talking about with a friend and heard something online talking about like this new age um damn what was the like minstrel new okay. age minstrel how to really get like popping on social medias and stuff you gotta be like Mm-mm, this is good this chicken good and you and if you start thinking about it, you start seeing it like damn we even start feeding into it like wow. like mm-hmm. the the blue flakes and the Krishan rock oh let's see their fucking life you know yeah. bad girls club like we're feeding into this minstrel shit like oh <laughs> like this is all black people are and yeah. like black people are multi-layered like we're, yes, we we're a lot of things we like are. we're loving we're caring yeah. we can be Everything. calm we can be chill you know yeah, what I'm saying but intelligent right? they want to yeah. highlight certain things yeah but we right. highlight it but then even we start feeding into it too and you know it's, it's, it's this whole thing of like it's so it's it's in there and it's everywhere so it's it's knowing that implicit bias exists mm-hmm. and then being like look let me make a conscious decision not to do it so when right. y'all talk about the unconscious and conscious that's what I, first yeah. i was thinking when y'all did y'all's intro it's like we all have an unconscious bias that we need to try not to you know put on other people and shit. And so i think that's so, what yeah. it is that's what we talk about here like you said the consciousness and, uh, mm-hmm. and being aware of learned behavior Right. Being right. aware of our trauma throughout life and yeah. being and, and like you said, you manifest things because it was the, it was on your mind. You yeah. said that you said it was all you thought about. You yeah. saw you, you pretty much saw yourself in this donut shop. You saw it. Mm-hmm. That's how you manifest it. <laughs> 
You know, like that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I mean, I appreciate that's, that's a good point. That's a right? real thing, and that's but, and that's where it starts. That's that's the law yeah. of attraction. You create, you, you know. You yeah. drew that to you because it was all that was on your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you it, it wasn't just on your mind. You saw it. You know, you pictured yourself in a donut shop. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. And just, even slippery, you mentioned slow. it, right? Just so that you have, even the fact that you have fifteen grand in a four in a four one k, right? Yeah. How, how many people actually find themselves in that position, right? Yeah. No. Because you, you, you put in the work. You, yes. you, you, you put in the work. You saved. Yeah. You didn't turn up and go to Magic City. <laughs> right and and drop you know a grand yeah. right you saved it on your four hundred one k right so it's mm-hmm. like so to me it's like part of manifestation also requires you putting in the work yeah right because yeah. it requires effort you know it's it's the works that associate that uh that follow faith right mm-hmm. that's part of you know mm-hmm. you you manifest you you create this vision of what you want to be and then subconsciously you put these emotions this this rhythm and emotion mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. allows you to then get up every day and make the conscious decisions mm-hmm. that lead you to obtaining your dream right mm-hmm. that's to me what manifestation is it's not just sitting here and saying oh i want to be this and then sitting on a couch waiting for this to happen it follows action follows those mm-hmm. thoughts right. right those those imaginations and those visions mm-hmm. and and from your story i see how you want to like you you, you made this decision and then these and you Im- imagined yourself as being a pastry chef, mm-hmm. and then actions followed mm-hmm. that led you on that particular path. Yeah. To me, that's what manifestation is. It's not just it's not just something spooky out of yeah, exactly. I'm picking you. I'm choosing you. The right. universe only. But I mean, you put I in think, the work. Yeah, right? no, it's true. I think. I mean, I think you know. Uh, you definitely have to plan like not planning is planning to fail so yeah. that's what I tell everybody when I do speeches about business like you have to put a business plan together if you don't yeah. put a business plan together you're going to fail like mm-hmm. it's a business plan you think about everything and you constantly think about it and try to uh, figure out what's best for your business but all of, I just I just I just I just feel like this manifested I feel you because yeah. there is a power of positive thinking yes. like another thing Very I just listened so. to where there's a power like even you know, saying negative thoughts, they can't creep into, you know, mm-hmm. like your bias and start doing stuff. But I just feel like, like, because right now, like, like black people are great. Like we're doing great and we can achieve a lot of things we couldn't achieve. Correct. Um, um 10 years ago, but right. the, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm making, when I think about that is and say, I'm thinking, but I'm guaranteeing like in the sixties, Black people were manifesting, but yes. they got a you know a foot put on their neck. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. Then when you start saying, "Oh, why didn't it come to them?" Was it uh, then? Because that's how these white people even tricked us into thinking slavery was a good thing. Is thinking we're not worthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like yeah. I don't, I forgot where it was. It was something that I saw. I don't know if it was a special on a show, but it was something where an old black lady. It, it was something. It was just something, but it was like an old black lady from Mississippi and someone's mom. It was someone's mom, and they were just like, "Yeah, I just felt like like black people weren't worthy." Like, and and but that thought was ingrained, and mm-hmm. it's like, and I just I don't know. I think it's just too slippery. Man. It's, too, <laughs> it's a slippery. No, I'm with you because yeah. you know I look at my life for example, right? Yeah. You know, I I think I've talked to you about it. I'm like, all right, you know, me losing my parents at a young age, right? Yeah. Um. My wife passing away, right? Was I manifesting this crap? No. Was, did I manifest and say, hey, no. I want my wife to die during no. child labor no. so I could have, be a widower father of eight children, right? Mm. I was not manifesting exactly. that. Like, that's not, even for you, right? Mm-hmm. Things that happened to you in your life. Like, right. you were sitting there manifesting. Of course not. You know, of course not. You know, being a widower. Right. You know, being a widow, rather. You right. Know, you know, like, 
you didn't manifest all right. those we things. We can't control everything. So it's like, it's, so it's I'm with you. It's control. almost like certain things happened are just out of you, are just random, right? Yeah. It's like, you see, the, you know, we, we, we're familiar with the terms fate or destiny, right? Mm-hmm. Are some things just fate? Is it, is it just some people's destiny no. to, to be poor or to be lynched? Or to be, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, because and it's just what it dying, is. Like, because literally, you know? you know what I'm saying? Like, the Till movie just came out. I, uh, I couldn't go watch it. Oh, right? no, like, I don't watch. But, I don't watch these trauma porn movies But that happened. Like, but that happened. His mom manifested. Did he manifest that? Or Absolutely was that just not. fate and destiny? Is it was? Is there a no, no. an overarching I think it's, power or being that controls and dictates what happens to people? Like, what what is that? No, I think it's random. Life is random. Fucking terrible people are terrible, and they fucking get away with shit and live a fucking good life because that's the thing another yeah. thing you think oh well, let me be a good person do this like yeah. there's shitty people that are doing amazing you know what I'm saying that are doing that's great too because I've heard about <laughs> that talking about karma oh you know they're going to get what they get I'm like it's been 400 years right. no, they're, talking, shit, they're still doing this crap it's been shit, thousands shitty, of years yeah the shitty We're, people that are going to do great so that's what I'm thinking that's why I say no like life is too random mm. you can you can make your own choices right I mean you make choose you, how to react. You choose how to react. I mean, you definitely should think positive. Make yes. your own choices to to like go after your dreams and do that. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side, sometimes it just doesn't happen and it's yeah. not your fucking fault. You know what I'm it's saying? It's not your fault because you're not less than. Right. You're not unworthy. Like sometimes the fucking the the bri- the, the bricks the the chips don't go your way, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. even like y- y'all y'all just said yeah, like we definitely had that conversation when you you know your wife passed, and I was like, no, it definitely isn't your fault because it, it's too it's too big it's too it's bigger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's so much bigger, and there's so many things. So because even if like your wife passing, it didn't just affect you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It affected exactly. her parents. It affected yeah. all your kids. Yeah. Did all your kids do something fucking wrong? You know what I'm right. saying? Did, Did they not think positive? Right. Like, right. no. So it, it's so many things. So it's like, no, we, and that's the thing we, we start to get around like, and I think, and I hate to, I don't want to knock y'all and act like, yeah, this is all shit. Y'all's philosophy <laughs> is shit. I hate y'all. But we nah. start thinking like everything revolves around us and shit. And it yeah. doesn't. Like life is random. Like, like we're here, you know what I'm saying? We're here for a good time. So we're here mm. for a short time. So might as well have a good time. Might as well uh-huh. treat people right while we're here. You this know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to live. I'm trying to treat mm-hmm. people right while I'm here. Have a good time while I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and respect the people you know what i'm saying and try That's to right. try to leave a good legacy and not you know fuck anybody over yeah. that's what it's about you know what i'm saying to say like oh i'm i've been anointed this is old to me you know like fuck the, these kanye west and some shit like it disgusts me okay like it's but in the, in the midst of all that just be conscious of your thoughts just to, yeah. just to be careful of things that you're constantly focusing on yeah. like you could be focusing on all all the hate what yeah. they telling you you aren't and what you can't do. And if you focus on yeah. that, then that becomes your life. Yeah, you yeah. definitely right. have to think positive. I I mean, I, I didn't used to think that. And that's another thing where uh, thing we recently talked about. I changed on that where I used to think, oh, you know, positive power, positive thing. And hey, you right. can look at anything. Because yeah. I mean, even if we're talking about the donut shop, like I never wanted, I never thought for a second. I just wanted to mm-hmm. open up a donut shop and that yeah. was it. And stop. Just <laughs> like, right here, right? <laughs> Open up a donut shop, locals come by, stop. Yeah. It wasn't, I want to open up a donut shop and be on the Food Network. I want to open up a donut shop yeah. and be in magazines. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. Mm. So for that to happen, it's great. I mean, was the end goal when I opened up the donut shop to make the best donut in Atlanta? Yes. yes. So did that, 
equal to all those things. Yeah, that that yeah. made those things happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm like. But yeah, so I used to be on that. Now you know, I think about, but but I recently heard that yes negative thinking does start affecting you negatively absolutely you definitely should start you know obviously thinking more positive and you know regardless of the circumstances yeah regardless of circumstances yeah but I mean I'm even personally I think negatively all the time So, yeah, I, I, I say do. this only to say because I try, I try to be better, and that's the thing. Yeah. Even in this conversation, like I try to be better. I, I think that you're like, shit, you meet me every other day, I'd be like, I'm, I'm the dumbest nigga in this world. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right? But, yeah. But you know, really? obviously, uh, you know, try to be better. So yeah. um, it, it, it is hard. So I don't know. I ain't got the answers, man. I just try to figure it out too. But whatever you're doing, you know, it's working for you, <laughs> right? It's it working is. for you. It is. We chug a lugging along. I mean, that's that's the good thing about. You know, having this conscious intercourse, yeah. right? Hey. It's like you, you're able to gain perspectives and ideologies, exactly. you know, and thought patterns that we all can learn from each other, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Because you know, even you and I have had you know several conversations about just a lot of different facets in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one point in time you and I were talking about, um, you know, men and having multiple women, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about how you know in the Bible it talks about how men, you know, some men had you know kings had a hundred wives or a thousand wives, King Solomon, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And, People get out there and say, hey, this is how it should be. Men should have all these wives and things of that nature, right? But then it's like, but it's like the man can have all these wives, but then the women cannot. They're supposed to just sit there and wait for this, their turn, right? And you know, having a dialogue and I was just like, yo, you know, this is how it's happened. This is how it should be. You know, in the animal kingdom, you see it. Then you were just like, come on, bro. Like, think about it. You think, you think these you women just sat around? What you, what you tell she was like, these women just sat around and did nothing? No. And just, and just waited? Wait, like, waited no. man, they turned on, you know, no. a hundredth of, yeah. the hundredth day of the month, yeah. no. of the year for them to get their turn. It's they, like, they were fucking know. the stable hand. And, <laughs> right? The boy, boy right? They, they, they they fetching water. Like, half of them he didn't know yeah. they was his kids. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's it. Like, if you, I mean, I, and I'm kind of open this. I'm on either the side. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but <laughs> I think it can work. If it can work with your partner, it can work. But to yeah. sit and think that only men should be able to go out and have multiple partners, like obviously, you know, some women, and not speaking for all women, it's only some few women. Like they want to be with just, they, they'd rather just fuck one guy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I just want to do this. But some women be like, no, I'd rather, I, I want to have two guys i want to have yeah. a different guy exactly. and to think that only men want that and only right. men should be allowed to so i'm gonna go fuck multiple women yeah. let's say have sex conscious intercourse right so it's like yeah no all yeah these guys that you know all these kings that we look at uh, had all these multiple women's in the past no like these women had multiple they like they yeah. had a guy on the side they mm-hmm. were just yeah. waiting around in their room for him to come no. by yeah. <laughs> yeah, the no. third thursday of every month like right. no let me yeah. uh, go down right. we don't like, know the whole yeah. story no so yeah because exactly because who, who's writing the stories right right because we don't know the whole exactly. story who's who the writing chose the to only give us this perspective exactly. right we like you said think about it there was yeah. who's and, you know, and these are new things like i've yeah. recently read in this uh, book that i've been reading this good book called sapiens and it talks about yeah. how there's diff there's been different structures in societies like the structure in society before you know we really knew what was going on like 
the women would have sex with everybody in the tribe mm. because they thought that everybody brought something. They thought the mm. combining the sperm, like, oh, this guy's smart, this guy's strong, mm. so let me have sex with multiple guys so we can, and then so, we all raise the so children you, so, together. So you put all the semen in her yeah. to create this Which person. Is, well, they were just to open su- to, to supposedly create this person <laughs> that. This person, right? That or this child that is connected to everybody. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a shared but responsibility. No, but, that is, right? but that is how it is. It's a shared if responsibility. No one for knows the who the father is. Exactly. The child is connected to everybody, to everybody so everybody's yes. raising the child. Mm. And I think that's. Then we should go to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I'm Well, the problem is everybody's too selfish nowadays. That's exactly. why we can't too go selfish. to that. You know, that everybody yeah, thinks it's all about them. But I mean, no, it's okay. I mean, I think it's. But it's with every system. This is not a community thing. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Hey, they survived. That's how we got here, right? Yeah. Like you said, that's an interesting book. You call sapiens, right? I mean, not yeah, sapiens, but it's not a community. No one's saying like you have to have sex with everybody right now. But the reality is, you've (laughs) you've had sex with more than one guy. The thing about it is, interesting thing about it is, it's happening anyways, though. I'm not saying at the same time, but the thought because that's my thing about even monogamy. Like if you've already had sex with more than two partners, of course, like I'm on. So to sit and be like, this is my pussy, and I own it. Like you've already been with someone else. You've already done the nasty something so nasty. I don't even want to think about. So this is true. So why am I? Oh, now that we're together, you need to do this for me. Like what do we got on this fucking ownership? Like hey man. But obviously I'm not in a relationship right now. If I was in one, I don't know how it would feel. It's easy for me to say that right now. But I feel deeply in love. I may be like, nah, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. See, I you better stay right here with me. Don't cheat on me, but but I'm not doing it. You know, I cannot. Oh, man. Yeah, man, I've, I've been on the other side of that. I've been oh. on the side where a married couple, a woman that was a friend of mine, and she was married, and her husband maybe stepped out, and she told he told him it was okay because they yeah. weren't in, they weren't having sex no more. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we hung out and. um it was cool with him like it blew my mind she was like yeah he's so happy he sees me so happy and he's like I'm so glad you hanging out with Kamal and I'm like hold on this nigga know my name (laughs) oh snap (laughs) wow (laughs) so It can, so it can work yeah. out I mean it didn't work out for us because I think she fell in love with me but that's a whole See? nother thing you know listen, listen, listen. here we go yeah <laughs> here we go um, alright she fell in love with the donuts so you, you feed her donuts every night but, um, I was you like know? you got a husband mm-hmm. we can't be together <laughs> we can't it be. works out till it don't <laughs> You this know? is very, very interesting. But always, always yeah. interesting conversational right. conscious, conscious intercourse. intercourse. We don't have conversations here. <laughs> we, have we have intercourse. intercourse. <laughs> Consciously. Yeah. Consciously. Right? Consciously. You know. Kamal yeah. Grant, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much so, so for tell us, our show. Tell us more about, you mentioned you got other businesses going on. Tell us yes. more about you, what you have going on, and or you we know, how we can connect you. with you. And, well, here, Hello, I got, got a new thing. Gifts. Snap. I got some oh, gifts, okay? Here, we got some. Snap. Magic Middles. Okay. I got my new thing. Magic Middles. So What is that? This is my new cookie brand. Y'all need to go support it. Go buy these cookies. Magic Middles. Check us out. Kamal's.kitchen. Chain, Magic Middles and a couple okay. Sabis around town so okay. yes. I appreciate it man no, that's what's up man it's just got the little Kamal over there it's got some, some little guy <laughs> on there you know what I'm saying what is that thing that you got in your hand man it's a rolling pin a rolling pin a rolling out the dough rolling out the dough okay I like that man so yeah go hopefully go talk to your local grocer say please put this in the grocery store y'all see it check it out yeah well, wasn't, wasn't that something that well, tell us the story behind that like what's uh, the name Magic Metals what, what is that 
Uh, yes, it is. Well, Keebler used to own this brand in wow. the 90s, and I really love these cookies. So, okay. you know, as I obviously started baking and right, got into gonna, more we, things. We're going to do something right here. We're going to give a, uh, yeah. a reaction to this. Cookie. So, they okay. discontinued it, so I went and bought the trademark, and uh, wow. now I own Magic Middles, and I'm bringing them back better and Magic Middles. I don't do a lot of sweets, but we're going to try this. That sounds enticing. Magic Middles. Wow. Little crisp, little crisp cookie inside, chocolatey mm. filling. No, crisp cookie outside, chocolatey yeah. filling inside. Okay. <laughs> right? Mm, pretty good. Right? Okay. Thank that's you. good. Okay, support. Yeah, that's what's support, up. Support. Now we definitely got you. So Magic Middles, right? This is the future, you know, uh, okay? Yeah. Supporting a little Magic yeah. Middle. Well, so where can people get some? Are they in any stores currently? Or uh, right now, the uh, they're in a couple of Salvies around Atlanta area. Okay. Uh, I'm setting up the Amazon right now. Hopefully, that'll go live next week. Okay. And um, um, you can go, you know, Kamal's.Kitchen and check it out or MagicMiddles.com and okay. check us out. So That's what's up. And Sublime check Donuts, if you're in Atlanta. Sublime. <laughs> The donut spot, yeah. yeah, Sublime. You got any at Sublime Donuts? No, we don't have no. any at the donut spot. But, you, you, but you get donuts. Let them know, yeah, let them know where the donut spots the, are. Yeah. Donut spots. Oh, yeah. uh, 10th Street and oh, where? Hold on. Tell them where my shop is at. Yeah. yeah. And come to the shop. We got one <laughs> 535 10th Street, mm -hmm. uh, Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, Midtown, West Midtown. Then we got another one on North Druid Hills and Briar Cliff. So come check uh -huh. us out. And Mercedes Benz, if the Falcons, if, you know, go check out the magic game, middles. check out some Blind Donuts, get your uh -huh. energy going. Buy some you magic middles for the Falcons. <laughs> Man, thank you so much. Much gratitude, come on. Yes, come on. Check That's them out, y'all. Yes. It's hilarious. I appreciate y'all for having Thanks me. Thanks for joining yes. us. Conscious Intercourse, y'all. Conscious Intercourse. Until next time. Infinite hey, matriculation. Let's go. Thank you. I